Hello there, my name is Emma. I'm a counsellor and I'm really, really invested in helping people find a way through difficult times, um, focusing on their personal development and really feeling as good as they can on a day-to-day basis. So I've been asked to make this recording today about nutrition and mental health two massively hot topics independent of each other at the moment but of course they're also very much linked. So let's think about you for a start, let's think about your links and relationships with mental health and nutrition. Think back to the last time you know that your nutrition wasn't anywhere near as good as you might like it to be. How did that affect your mental health? Press pause maybe, get a pen and a piece of paper because I want to make this really personal to you. We hear, don't we, a lot of information, a lot of shoulds and shouldn'ts, you know, and this sort of thing. And I think as long as ideas uh, and information are abstract, it's really hard to make them personal. So I love the personal approach. The last time you were not up to speed on your nutrition, think back now to when that was, maybe write it on the paper a date or a time in your life when you know you had a period when it wasn't as good as it could have been nutrition wise and now think back to how that affected you how did you feel about yourself what was your sleep pattern like what was your skin and your hair like what was your overall level of fitness like you know things like um being outgoing for example did you feel that it had an impact on your social life on work what are the implications what were the results of your nutrition being poor or below where you'd like it to be and I can think really easily because I'm actually in quite a poor nutrition state at the moment I'm lacking confidence Uh, I've certainly stopped as many social engagements. My self-talk has really suffered because when I look in the mirror, I no longer say positive things. I no longer say, you're looking hot today, Emma. It's usually something really derogatory and actually sometimes quite nasty. So even just in two and a half minutes, we're really starting to understand how nutrition can begin to impact our mental health. I've given you a really personal example at the moment that I know my mental health is suffering because of my lack of quality nutrition at the moment. And I want you to really be able to clearly identify your relationship with mental health and nutrition. And the reason why this is so important is because nutrition, typically with all of us, is something that we can so easily improve regardless of uh, geographical location, oftentimes regardless of resources and funds and time. Really, there are lots of ways that we can improve nutrition. It's that mindset, it's that drawing a line and saying, all right, I'm committed to doing this now. Whether, you see, for me, something like water comes into nutrition, that hydration. I started drinking a glass of water as soon as I woke up every morning. 
and just found with rehydrating early in the morning, I just felt that little bit more energetic early on. So yes, there's no classic nutritional value in that, but I would include that in my uh, umbrella term of nutrition. So get a sense of your relationship. Even write down on a piece of paper, when I say to you the words, this is actually a really good idea, get two pieces of paper, write mental health on one, and write nutrition on the other one. And just make a mind map. Let these words flow. That What do these words mean to you? What does mental health currently mean to you? What does nutrition currently mean to you? Because unless we make something personal, we can read all the articles and books and listen to podcasts until we're blue in the face, but it, it ultimately might not make a difference. And then look for sub-themes in what you've written. You know, often I'll group things... Um, into categories or I might look at a piece of paper and I've written mental health and I might look and think gosh Emma all of those words feel quite negative and there's not much positivity in there and then I might think what does that say about where I'm at at the moment this is a great opportunity to bring in something like journaling I find with any work that I do like this or anything that I do with people I'm trying to help with clients I want to go that little bit further because they've done the mind map they've looked at the words they've decided they're negative or they're positive or or whatever and then I'll ask them another question what could that say about where you are at the moment you know if somebody looked at this who didn't know you what assumptions might they make about where you are these are just kind of little organic tips that come into sessions um, I guess often with a lot of therapists when they're doing client work but the goal is always to get underneath what you observe and make more of it and then get underneath that until you get to the point where you have that aha moment, the kind of famous aha moment that oftentimes as therapists or people accessing therapy that we're really hoping for because that is the click, that is the shift. So if I asked you now to think about your mental health and nutrition and you could pick three words to sum it up, the state that you are in at the moment, what three words would you pick? Would it be satisfied? Would it be um, work in progress, which is technically three words? Um, you know what, what? Let's have a think. What three words would I pick for mine? I'm excited because I know I'm on the verge of a breakthrough. I'm going to start taking some really positive action. Um, I'm currently tired with it, um, but forward looking, I would say. So there's a current reflection of being tired, but actually really excited and also forward looking. I'm not wallowing in the past with this. And I think while we're on the subject of mental health, which for me so often comes down to resilience. Resilience is the elastic band being pulled and stretched, which is life and all of life's little dramas and surprises that happen. And resilience is the ability for us to bounce back to its original shape, just like a rubber band would. And the thing is, even a rubber band, if it's put under too much pressure, it has a breaking point. But the good news is we are not born with resilience. We learn how to master it uh, through life as we get older. 
and through life experiences as well. Now, where this is super relevant to what we're talking about today is luckily for us, a massive part of resilience. And remember, resilience to me are the building blocks of mental health, of, of good mental health. Resilience, one of the biggest parts of that, one of the key um, elements and components is actually nutrition. Hydration is another one. Um, positive self-talk, which I've already mentioned. Remember a couple of minutes ago, I was telling you that currently my nutrition is affecting or lack thereof is affecting my mental health, which is then creating negative, unhelpful self-talk. Self-talk is very much linked to resilience. Exercise, being out in nature. All of these things are little components that build this wall of resilience around us. So you can see nutrition, mental health, exercise, hydration, all of this stuff, you kind of can't talk about one without the other. They're all so intrinsically linked. It's fascinating once you start thinking about it. Now, the good news, like I said, is we are not born with resilience. We learn um, how to work with it and, and how to, to make more of it. And our task really to promote um good mental health and resilience is to make as much room as we can for that bounce back because as we all know the truth is life curveballs will happen stress will happen you know this will continue to keep dropping on us but we have to make as much space as we can i like to think of it as a container of water if you have got a pen and a piece of paper draw on it now a kind of remember those flasks in science class of water like a beaker just draw a very rudimentary shape and the water level that currently is is your amount of stress so the whole container is your vessel for stress and I'd like you to draw a line as to where you think so that the nearer the top of the container is the maximum amount of stress and drama you can handle just draw your water level now so mine would probably be around about three quarters maybe just over the space above your water level, I've learned to think about as my resilience gap. So in your mind's eye or on paper now, every life drama, every stress, every unexpected burst pipe, unemployment, rubbish job interview is another drop of water in your container. Now, if you have a particularly unexpected bad run of money difficulties, family health issues, drop, 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 drip, drip, drip into the container. That water level, you can clearly see now, will start to rise and that resilience gap will get smaller and smaller and smaller. And that's when, you know how sometimes something not really serious can happen, but you just feel, it's like Pompeii has just erupted. It's the straw that broke the camel's back. It's because that resilience gap is so little, literally one drop and the whole damn thing overflows. It's a burst dam. Now, when we're thinking about resilience, mental health, nutrition in mental health, what we need to do is daily make that gap as big as we can, drop our water level. And what we do, how we do that is things like exercise, sleep, nutrition, hydration, um, 
environment, the environment that you're in, being outdoors, nature, positive self-talk, community engagement is another big resilience factor. All of these are protective factors that reduce that water level and give you so much more room to really absorb life and to efficiently have that bounce back when life gets difficult. So I guess just to summarise, this may not have been a podcast that you were expecting. I'm not going to tell you what to eat. I'm not going to tell you because I don't know. And I'm not going to tell you the magical chemicals in food that make you all happy because I don't know. But what I can tell you is that it is very much linked to resilience and you can improve this. So start thinking about your current relationship with nutrition and mental health and start thinking about how you can improve it to really, really give yourself that resilience gap, which will mean that when life happens, you'll have more bounce back. I hope you've got some ideas from this. Use your notes, use your scribbles, things like that, and make something of it that's personal to you so that you can get some really applicable meaning for you. Take care for now. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening. Bye.